Welcome to Ambitious Souls Podcast. I am your host, Princess James. I too have struggled to become the best version of myself. And if you've been searching for someone who can relate to what you've gone through, please look no further. Character cannot be developed in ease and quiet. Only through experience of trial and suffering can the soul be strengthened, ambition inspired, and success achieved. Helen Keller. Good morning, ladies, and welcome back to another episode of Ambitious Souls Podcast. It is Wednesday, and I am so grateful and honored to have another special guest with me today. So for some of us, we look at age and time, and we either rush it or we feel laxed and we feel like we have a lot of time. So this particular guest will talk with us about um, time in a sense of the other side of 40. So Miss April Noel Grant is an experienced entrepreneur with a passion for helping women, just like myself and the other guests that I've brought on. She started her career as a lawyer, but she changed paths so she could be a more supportive role to her family. She started April Noel, which purposely helps mothers using tips and tricks on her blog. Her heart beats with the love of her longtime husband and her four children. Good morning and thank you, Ms. Grant, for coming on today. Uh, Good morning. Thank you for having me. Okay, so as we're talking about, of course, our topic today is the other side of 40. So how is the other side of 40 for you now? Well, um, I'm still I'm still working through it. So um, I started my podcast and blog based on an awakening moment that I had last year around my 40th birthday. It was not on my 40th birthday. It was actually a little before. But, um, the whole thing is you, I living as long as, you know, being here 40 years, you kind of think, you know, what you want at 40 and then life comes at you, you know, you get married, you have kids, you have a career and you get to 40 or thereabout and then realize that the life that you thought you would have maybe at 18 or 21, you got way off track. Or the life that you had decided you wanted that you were working toward was not the life that you actually wanted. So now being on the other side of 40, I am really working to relearn and retrain my thought process to really get to the goals that I actually want and not what has been given to me just by living life over the last 40 years. Wow. So how has that transition been for you, seeing that, of course, you started out um, pursuing a career as a lawyer? So did you actually uh, complete that goal and you were practicing law or no, you were still in school? No. Okay. so my story got the 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 first section of my life that kind of got pushed off the the long term path was um, I got pregnant in law school with my son, with my oldest son. Mm -hmm. Um, And his father 
was going to school in another state. So I didn't even have the support of him to help me um, through the pregnancy, having the baby and graduating law school. So I did graduate law school. I did not pass the bar. And unfortunately, you have to pay bills. Now, had it just been me, and um, if I were alone, I could have, you know, slept on some couches and made it work to keep pursuing taking the bar. But when you have that other mouth to feed, you don't really have the ability and you, you really don't want to do that with them if you don't have to. So I just decided to go to work instead and um, worked in the legal field for about seven years, but not as an attorney. So initially I started as a paralegal and then I got a job as a contract administrator, which is more on the admin side of the law firm. So I enjoyed that until I had more kids. (laughs) And um, my husband at the time, we lived in California and his commute was just ridiculous. So I did not want to be basically a single mother in a marriage. (laughs) So I said, you know, I don't want to work full time while you're working full time. And then me basically doing all the kids stuff. So I became a stay at home mother at that time. And I don't regret any of the decisions I made. I just realized that in kind of life being, just living day-to-day life. There's nothing, you know, it wasn't anything planned or, you know, thought out long-term that I was just accepting certain things that I really didn't appreciate um, for myself. Not, you know, my husband, it has nothing to do with him or the kids. Just, you know, I stopped taking care of myself. I wasn't exercising. I, you know, just got some bad habits, you know, just things that weren't, aren't going to fulfill me in the future. So my life right now has been more about learning how to unlearn some of the bad things <laughs> that I don't particularly like and learn some positive things um, to make the next chapter of my life uh, the one that I want to live. Right. And that's so it's challenging, but at the same time, it shows so much courage and strength. Um, to unlearn those things that we've held on to for so long. So I definitely commend you for that. And um, so as you approach the age of 40, Mm -hmm. did you ever feel as if it was too late for you to accomplish some of the things that you had set out at 18, you know, at 21? And, you know, if so, what were some of those things that you saw yourself doing as a teenager or a young adult and then you hadn't accomplished them by 40 because I feel like a lot of people have this time frame you know they have if I want to have kids by um 30 I want to get married by 30 I want to be in a house you know having my own property at 35 like there are so many goals we set out based on time or age sort of say Well, uh, for me, it's probably very different than, well, I won't say very different because everyone's life uh, path is different, but I never wanted, I never dreamed of having a family, getting married and having a family. That was Mm -hmm. never something at 18 to 22 I thought about really. Um, So now that I'm, (laughs) 
I, I had the family. It was just kind of life was just going. So it wasn't, it was never a conscious thought. And that's, I think part of the issue. It, it stopped being a conscious thought of like what I wanted, what dreams I wanted to accomplish. It became more about, you know, raising a happy, healthy family. And that's one of the things I, I don't regret the fact that that was a focus I took because I have three well-adjusted children. Um, I have a, a solid relationship with my husband, but I recognize that, you know what, this is not what I wanted. And what I wanted was to, well, ultimately at 18, <laughs> I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to be an international attorney where I got to live everywhere. Um, but my husband's job is very, he needs to be in particular locations. He doesn't really have the flexibility to just pick up and move somewhere. Um, he's an aerospace engineer and they just, there's just not a lot of locations he can live. Um, and so that restricted the travel immensely. And then, uh, just, you know, being able to figure out what I would do, even if we did move, like what, now that I'm not practicing, what am I doing? So when I had my daughter, I started doing some marketing and website design and then that got pushed to the back burner because I went to raising kids, even though I had a blog ongoing and that is now where I'm picking back up. I'm picking back up with getting the entrepreneurship side of me going, um, promoting myself, putting myself out there. And so it's basically, I guess I can say it ebbs and flow, it ebbs and flows, but also realize that it's okay that you don't, you're not always on the course that you thought it was going to be. You just have to recognize and, and don't, uh, guilt yourself or don't feel shameful that you got off of it. Just get back to it. Right. Cause I, you said going to the entrepreneurship side, mm-hmm. um, I've listened to your podcast, of course, connected with you via social media. And I've actually enjoyed it. I listened to um, two episodes yesterday, actually. Oh, so, thank you. Uh, right. <laughs> so I think you're doing a great job. So you're in that, you know, you're, in that space now to where you're really moving forward for that. So I guess this kind of answered my next question. Cause my next question was going to be for you is where are you now with the things that you have yet to accomplish? So right now I'm really trying to figure out exactly what I want to do. My, my toolbox is full of knowledge. So from the legal side to marketing, to business development, I have a lot of like understanding of a lot of different things. And now what I'm really trying to do is focus on what I want to grow in, what sector I want to grow in. Because if you keep trying to do a lot of different things, none of it really grows at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's like you trying to put a bunch of um, seeds into one hole for flowering, right? Only one of those are going to be able to sprout. And you're going to have to kind of push the others aside. And it doesn't mean you don't do them, you don't pursue them. It just means you need to focus and let one flourish be pursuing the other ones to get them to flourish. So um, right now, my focus is really just trying to figure out what that is, what that means for me, um, what's going to bring me happiness and fulfillment, 
as well as income. So um, I have a steady income, but I'd like it to grow to the next level. Um, And I can't do that trying to do a bunch of different little things here and there. Right. So looking back at things, do you ever recall any times that you rushed things or may have feel rushed or do you feel like you took advantage of time, you know, feeling as if, you know, I have time in regards to certain things or aspects in your life? Um, I, you know, I don't know if I feel, feel rushed because like I said, we started our family pretty early. My I have my son at 24. So the family and career, but I feel like I didn't take full advantage of like the legal field before I left it. Like, I feel like I should have done a little bit more, learned a little bit more, grew a little bit more before I, I came out and started doing other things. But, you know, I, I, the whole purpose of me starting the other side of 40 is to let you know that your life isn't over with the, the, the average death age being in the seventies and eighties, you still have like another 30 years of your life to live. And we put so much pressure on us to make these super early decisions where, you know, I, now that I have a 16 year old, I actually find it somewhat ridiculous that a 16 year old is supposed to be preparing for college and in college is supposed to be choosing their path for the rest of their life. I mean, you're barely learning how to take care of yourself. Like literally most 18 year olds barely know how to like, just cook, clean, take care of themselves. They still don't have bills, but we're asking them to decide what they want to do for the next 60 years of their life. And that's a lot of pressure. And it's, I'm not sure it's beneficial at the time when I was younger, I thought it was, I was like, lawyer, 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 lawyer. But now the more women, especially women that I talk to in my age range, they've changed careers multiple times. They've gone in different directions and it isn't too late. It, and we have this pressure of like, we got to get it done by 30. No, you don't. Um, I had a woman on my podcast the other, uh, maybe three weeks ago, and she was talking about how she found love at 50. Mm. And, you know, she kept doing it. She kept trying to do it her way. But instead of being angry at herself for not finding it earlier, she instead decided to say, well, what lessons can I get from what I was doing in the past? How can I learn? And how can I live out the rest of my life with someone I love? And so now she found that. And now she's happy and healthy. And she found her, her forever partner. And, you know, we do all this to try to rush getting married or having kids young. Um, Kids are different things because there's a science issue there. But (laughs) (laughs) um, the but the finding the partner, we try to rush it before we even know who we are as a person. So with that, like me and my husband, my husband and I have been married for uh, 13 years together for 18 and. Mm -hmm we're learning, we're still learning who we are as a person. And now we're working with a partner and we're supposed to, we're really trying to go the long term. but that's a really bumpy road. It's really bumpy when you've got two individuals who are trying to live together, but are different people. They're just different people. 
So, you know, we've revamped our marriage. This is probably uh, the third time we've really had to like come to ter- come to terms with some issues. Um, and this is probably the biggest one at 40 is the, the biggest changes, the biggest, you know, um, we've had to have the most love and the most compassion now than we ever had before and mm-hmm. in growth because what I want to do with my life changes the d- dynamic of the family. You know, I'm not going to be here all the time. I'm not going to be able to be relied on all the time. Um, I can't be the primary cook or clean cleaner, house cleaner. So that means he's going to have to step up and do more or we can hire someone. Um, but ultimately that changes the dynamic. And so the podcast really came about to support the women because your family isn't always supportive. I am thankful I have a supportive husband, but I know many people who just want to make positive changes in their lives later, but they're, those other people are just so used to who you used to be that they want to hold you there. Exactly. And when you want to try to go out there and do new things, they, they basically, unfortunately they feel like it's a judgment on them, even though they aren't really a consideration. So Mm -hmm. as a very simple, a very simple uh, example is my nail technician, love her to death. But at the beginning of the year, she started not, but, she, there's no but there. Um, at the beginning of the year, she stopped drinking. And she told her friends, you know, that she stopped drinking and half of them don't want to hang out with her anymore. And what does her drinking have anything to do with them drinking? I don't know. But they took it as a personal attack of, oh, so you think you're too good to, you know, drink or something. I don't know. She doesn't know. But the whole point was now she has to find new friends because her friend group changed just because she chose a different lifestyle, which was a healthier lifestyle for her. Um, And that's, those are the struggles that we really have to go through as we get older, that the people around us aren't always accepting of the changes you want to make. Yes, that is definitely true. I totally agree with you seeing Seeing it for myself and experiencing it, um, when you are trying to make changes in your life, those people that are with you um, in those seasons, sometimes they can't go with you to the next seasons. Because, of course, you know, they're expecting you to do those things. They're expecting you to behave a certain way. And so when you're not doing what they're doing, or you're not engaging in the type of activities that they're engaging in, you know, they feel slighted or they feel as if, you know, your relationship with them has no benefit, unfortunately. And then you have some people who hold you to that. If you were somewhat of a toxic person, if you were a liar or a manipulator or whatever may be the case, they hold you to those experiences that they have with you in past tense and they don't see the room for you to grow, for you to change, for you to mature. And it's very unfortunate. So thank you so much for, um, you know, bringing that out, bringing that up and doing that on your podcast. So my listeners are here today. They, they want to know more about you. They want to hear more about the, the podcast and, and go to the blog. How do they gain access to you? Well, our blog is the other side of 40, uh, dot com. 
And uh, I actually have a partner who writes with me on the blog itself. So me and my, we, we have some contributing writers as well. But um, uh, Riola Scott is uh, my, my homegirl, longtime friend, and she's a writer. So she does more of the blog work. And then mm-hmm. um, I host the podcast, The Other Side of 40. You can find us on any premium station, any print premium player. And uh, if you want to find us on social media channels, it's Other Side 40, no spaces, no breaks, Other Side 40. And that we're on in- Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And then our Facebook group is also Other Side 40. So if you want to join us there and we try to get real with our conversations and take deep dives and get personal. So um, that is a private community that I want you to be able to be open and honest and ask the questions and not have any fear of judgment. Um, It is not a quote unquote happy place. It's just a judgment free place. So I try to bring happiness because I know, especially right now in COVID, there's just right. a lot of a lot of things happening. Um, so I try to bring some happiness. Uh, but ultimately, I just want women to find their community so they don't mm-hmm. feel hesitant to grow. I don't want them to hold on to the fact who they used to be because that's where everybody else is comfortable where, with where they are. I want them to be able to grow. And even if their community is parsed, like they have, us for the growth and then the, the, their other friends for their, you know, their old school partying days. That's fine. That's all good. I don't, there's no judgment of holding on to some of the old you. Um, but for the new part of you that you need a new community for, that's what we're here for. Well, thank you. And then of course, before we wrap it up, um, what would you tell your 30 year old self knowing what you know now? Woo. Okay. Well, that's a hard one because the biggest, <laughs> the, I, I, I have two little girls and girls are, my son is, is very laid back and my girls are very emotionally charged. And, um, but I also see a lot of myself in them. So I think right. had I known I was going to have two, two little girls, I would have done more, um, I don't know, Mm (laughs) self-reflection on who I was and what I wanted to, to carry over into them. And I would have gotten some, um, I would have taken some classes on hair. (laughs) I would have spent (laughs) more time figuring out how to do hair. uh, Right. Because hair days are, are fun. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I mean, I would say a lot of it is just be comfortable with who you are and realize Mm -hmm. that, even though tomorrow isn't promised, um, you should be working towards your happiness right. and you should just keep going towards your happiness and don't try to fit in other people's boxes. And I think that's what holds us back from, you know, even from kids, you know, we have that parental in the, in, in the early days, it's your parents saying, you know, this is what you should do. This is where you should go. This is how you should act. And then when you get out of uh, when you leave, then it's society saying, especially as us as women, this is what you're supposed, this is the box you're supposed to fit in. You're supposed to have, mm. a, you're supposed to have a career. You're supposed to have a husband. You're supposed to have kids. You're supposed to be able to manage all three with no problems. 
and any issues you have, just suck it up and keep quiet about it. And that's not really the truth. The truth is it's hard to do all three. And it's not, and it's not that it's not beneficial in the long run, but it's hard. So you, you're going to have seasons of the kids will be the priority. You'll have seasons that you'll be the priority. You have seasons that your husband will be the priority and just keep moving forward in positive ways and keeping the connection strong, keeping your connection strong is the biggest thing. Well, thank you again for joining me today. Ladies, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Please be sure to follow her on Instagram or Facebook on the other side of 40. Um, I hope this episode was very informative for you. I hope it helps you look forward to the future knowing that it's not too late for you. Just as she's been a testament that she's made changes in her life, she's still progressing and she's still Um, ultimately successful because she's happy with what she's doing now. Thanks again. And I'll be back next Wednesday. Have a great day.